Wow, folks. Wow. Welcome to Open Source News Live. Bombshell breaking uh, within the last 24 hours information coming out. Smoking gun out there and turmoil and their agenda. Just get prepared for all that stuff. Don't want to be a doomsayer, folks. Let's get right into the news. Please like, share, and subscribe. First of all, some good news as we go into this upcoming turmoil. McCarthy is doing an excellent job as Speaker of the House. I don't trust his motives. I don't trust um, that he's not power hungry, but he's doing the right things. And Americans are noticing, especially after releasing the January 6th tapes, first to Tucker Carlson, and he's promised to make them available uh, to everyone so they can be crowdsourced. House Speaker's Kevin McCarthy's approval rating is surging. He's doing better than Paul Ryan was at the same time. According to a new poll, 41% say they approve of McCarthy, while only 34% say they disapprove. That's among everybody. To have over a third of people side with the leader of the Republican Party at the House level is actually pretty good as far as looking at the trends over the last several House speakers. But if you look at Republicans, 62% of Republicans say they approve, only 17% disapprove. I am no fan of Kevin McCarthy. You know I was reporting here on that House speaker fight. And I was with the 20 stalwart, then they went down to what, 11 or 12 stalwart, and then four stalwart. And I was with them opposing Kevin McCarthy. He has been uh, a swamp creature, but a swamp creature who is doing the bidding and beholden, apparently, to MAGA and America first. By the way, this, uh, this increase of to 41% is a 6% increase from just last week. Only 34% say they, they disapprove. So a third uh, disapprove of him. Of, of the people in this poll overall, which seeing how partisan people are, that's actually not bad. To put this in perspective, after Paul Ryan's first two months, it found that he, uh, Paul Ryan was only at 33% overall and only 45% for Republicans. Now, who has noticed? President Trump. President Donald Trump told Breitbart News exclusively that he is very pleased that House Speaker Kevin McCarthy made the decision to release surveillance footage from the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. He was very pleased with McCarthy's move. He said that uh, the, uh, that the Speaker's decision was fantastic and brave and will go down in history as the most important thing McCarthy has done as an elected official. Well... I would hope that uh, as Speaker of the House, as well, don't get me wrong, I don't want to downplay the release of that information. I hope that the more wonderful things come out of the House in which Kevin McCarthy will maybe have other things that go down in history as being very important things that he did as an elected official besides releasing that information. The reason why I say that is because he's a lawmaker and a, leg- and a legislator, and I would hope that a legislator will go down with his history being legislation. That being said, very, very grateful for what Kevin McCarthy has done. Should have been done earlier. Glad that he kept his word and did it. And I hope he, cl- he keeps his word and that we, we just right now, today, this weekend, get a release of this 41,000 hours of footage 
to the general public to comb through. I think it's a fantastic thing he did. I think it's a brave thing he did. I think it's one of the most consequential acts he's done as a politician and everybody is very happy with him. He's doing a wonderful job as speaker. Trump told Breitbart News he's pleased with McCarthy and the job so far and he's glad he made those calls to get to help him get the, the gavel. I'm very proud of him. I think he's done a great job. This was a great thing he did for the country. Well, hopefully he'll keep doing that. By the way, uh, Juniorette over uh, at our sister channel, uh, the BCP report, will have a report today on fantastic things coming out of the GOP House and the GOP Senate. If you want to check that out on YouTube, just go to bcpreport.com. It'll take you right to that YouTube page, or you can check the links down in the description box on whatever platform you're listening or watching this on. All right, folks, let me get in these uh, news stories I want to cover before we get into the smoking uh, documents. If you want to make the big bucks, folks, you got to be in DEI for the government, a DEI manager. Now, most of you are like, what's day? It's diversity, equity, and inclusion. We've been seeing this a lot. It's a newer term for the woke. It's a newer term for affirmative action, apparently. Not new. We've been seeing this for a while. But the U.S. Air Force this month launched an effort to hire a handful of senior level diversity, equity, and inclusion managers. And they want to put people in these posts from Washington, D.C. to Alaska. The minimum pay is 82000 per year. The highest pay is $183,500 per year. Now look, if you're smart and you're black and you live in San Francisco, then you'll get the San Francisco post to this job, which I'm sure uh, will be toward the hop- top of the pay scale because San Francisco is a very expensive place to live. Plus, you can get your $5 million reparation for being a black American in San Francisco, even though California was never a slave state. San Francisco has been very progressive in helping black people pretty much forever, at least in the last uh, modern era. And of course, no one in California or their parents or their grandparents were probably slave owners. Unless, of course, they're deviant Democrats trafficking in people. But that's a whole different thing we're talking about. Still slavery but not the ones that they're trying to get reparation payments for. Freaking out of control. But folks, this is all by design. Dumb down our military with wokeness and gender bending and this ideology. Weaken our southern border with military-aged men invading. Send all of our armaments to... Ukraine to fight a proxy war with Russia while we leave billions of dollars of our hardware to be reverse engineered by China, which they got from the Taliban because we abandoned it by design in Afghanistan. And even though people are going like, people are pushing back about of this wokeness from the military, the Air Force just gave a big old middle finger to America and a thumb and they put their their thumb to their nose to America and said we're going to double down on our on our DEI wokeness. I did mention San Francisco and I did mention middle finger. 
Uh, give me a few seconds to relate an anecdote of what happened to me, oh, less than 24 hours ago. I had to make a quick trip to San Francisco, so I flew out there yesterday afternoon and was caught in driving in rush hour traffic going from northern um, San Francisco into downtown into uh, into the San Jose. And um, interestingly enough, I was um, I was driving and I was going like maybe 70. And the woman behind me wanted to go 80. And this is in progressive San Francisco that wants to give reparations to black people and love to be woke. This white liberal woman made it her mission to make sure that I knew that she was displeased with my going about 70 miles an hour. As she blared her horn, gave me a devilish nasty look and extended to the full length of her arm and the full length of her middle finger to me as she scowled. Well, I can make the assumption that she's a white liberal woman because of the maddening face she had. She's in San Francisco and she appeared to have uh, an extra dose of piercings and multicolored hair. So much for liberal love. Marxists are true racists and haters. Luckily, yeah, I forgot how, actually how beautiful. It was a beautiful day uh, on the bay. It was absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm back here in the studios, no longer there. But uh, reminded me why as much as the topography is beautiful, walking around in human excrement, and I took videos of like homeless encampments everywhere I was driving, um, reminds me why San Francisco really is an armpit, which is a shame because to, uh, topographically it's beautiful. I've got friends and family there. Uh, what a shame. But we got to protect ourselves from these crazies. And this is a weird segue, but uh, February was the 43rd straight month that gun sales hit over 1 million sales in the United States, 43 months in a row. By the way, just a reminder, this was not a leap year and February only had 28 days. And it's still topped over a million sales this month. This is based on uh, background checks and, uh, you know, retail data and FBI, FBI background checks. Crazy stuff. Let me tell you who's not getting checked. The top executives at First Republic Bank who sold millions of dollars in company stock before the thing crashed and burned and plummeted. And they had no SEC filing. And guess what? That's not a problem because of a little quirky little loophole in the 1933 Securities Act. Let me give you the details. Top executives at First Republic Bank sold $12 million in stock, company stock, before the shares plummeted. And this is according to a Wall Street Journal report. I'm looking at the Wall Street Journal, which I've been a subscriber to for I don't know, very long time, probably longer than my youngest child, who is now an adult, just turned 18. First Republic Bank executives sold $12 million in stock before crash. Insider sales at banks are exempt from normal disclosure rules. Top executives did this. The, uh, the bank's chief risk officer sold on March 6, according to government documents, 
Two days later, Silicon Valley Bank shocked the market and sent other banks into free fall. First Republic was among the worst hit. But check this out. They've been selling for months. The documents show the executive chairman, James Herbert II, sold $4.5 million worth of shares since the start of the year. Insiders in total have sold $11.8 million worth of stock so far, averaging just below $130 a share. Well, James, $130 a share doesn't mean anything to me. Please put that in perspective. Well, I will. Let me, let me put it in this perspective. The stock has lost 58% last week and it closed yesterday at $34.27. They were selling it for almost $100 more before the whole thing came down. Now, why did these trades uh, go unnoticed? Well, here's why. Unlike insider sales at most companies, those at First Republic aren't required to be reported to the Securities and Exchange Commission. SEC filings of insider sales are scrutinized by investors, obviously, for clues about companies' prospects. The trades were reported to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. See, a handful of banks currently file these forms to the FDIC, which, those, which then post them on a, a, a website where the documents can be accessed one at a time. And then First Republic also publishes the disclosures individually hidden on their websites. Now, First Republic is the only company listed on the S&P 500 index that doesn't file its insider trades with the SEC. This is according to a Wall Street analysis. Signature Bank was similarly exempted, but its shares uh, were replaced in the index Wednesday after its closure on Sunday. And all of this happens, this whole quirk is possible because the Securities Act of 1933 exempts banks from registering their securities with the SEC. These barren bankers have been screwing us for, well, for over 100 years, but this, this law put in place for 90 years. Wow. By the way, folks, the number one song on iTunes was Justice for All. Was the song with Donald J. Trump and the J6 Prison Choir. Cash Patel has truthed out. Apple iTunes just pulled down Justice for All across all their platforms. Yes, you read that right. Tim Cook throttled the number one song in the country because they hate Trump, January 6th, and free speech. And remember, all net proceeds going to charity. So now Apple is anti-charity. I hope you were able to buy the song. I purchased it. Uh, I purchased it on Amazon. You can still purchase it on Amazon, by the way. $1.29 for the song. And the proceeds go to the J6 families. Okay. Let's get into this smoking gun information coming out of the GOP. <sighs> By the way, hooking up with your dead husband's brother has some ching cheddar change benefits. The Biden family is one sick ass family. Pardon me, Francais. That's going to be part of this reporting. The U.S. House Oversight Committee released information revealing that they uncovered through subpoenas 
that the Biden family received $1 million after this party received $3 million payment from China. Smoking gun, folks. They have the receipts. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley, back in November 2020, unveiled what they called a supplemental to the report they published in late September in the thick of 2020 election. And they showed that they had records confirming the connection between the Biden family and the communist China. But here's what we have. That, that was from the Senate. Well, House Oversight Committee James Comer and his committee was digging into it. And that's what we have now. The House Committee of, uh, on Oversight and Accountability issued a memorandum revealing new evidence resulting from the investigation into the Biden's family's influence peddling and business schemes. Subpoenaed financial records show that from 2015 to 2017, Biden family members and their companies collectively received $1.3 million in payments from accounts related to Rob Walker, a Biden family associate. But here's the noteworthy part. On March 1st, 2017, less than two months after Vice President Joe Biden left public office, State Energy HK, HK Limited, a Chinese company, wired $3 million to Rob Walker's company. The next day, the company wired uh, $1,065,000 to another Biden family associate. Afterward, the Biden family received $1,065,000 in payments over a three-month period in different bank accounts. the Biden family received their cut of one third of this money that was received directly from a CCP Chinese connected firm. This is what uh, James Comer released in his statement with this new evidence. Democrats described a subpoena as providing nothing more than records for Papa John's and Starbucks. I'll get to that in a second. That came from uh, Jamie Raskin. But they failed to mention the records that we've received documenting the Biden family's business schemes. Over the course of several years, members of the Biden family and their companies received over $1.3 million in payments from accounts related to their associate, Rob Walker. Most of this money came as a result of a wire from a Chinese energy company and, were, and, and went not only to Hunter and James Biden, but also to Haley Biden and an unknown Biden. It is unclear what services were provided to obtain this exorbitant uh, amount of money. The Oversight Committee is concerned about the national security implications resulting from President Biden's family receiving millions of dollars from foreign nationals. We will continue to follow the money trail and facts to determine if President Biden is compromised by his family schemes and there is a national security threat. Well, of course there is. The the Biden family received over $1 million after the Chinese company, which is connected to the CEFC, Chinese CCP company, which we know is uh, Chinese Communist Party related. So Robinson Walker LLC gets that money and cuts the, the Bidens their share. Can't make this up. And of course, uh, this is a, what I said before about the Starbucks and the Papa John's. 
Ranking member Jamie Raskin mischaracterized the substance of the bank re- records that were released by James Comer by referencing payments related to Mr. Walker's miscellaneous purchases as Papa John's and coffee at Starbucks. Of course, represent, Representative Raskin omitted material facts that Robin Robinson Walker received $3 million from a Chinese company less than two months after Joe Biden left public office. Wow. Jimmy Raskin's up there with Adam Schiff for a big liar, liar and cover upper. This is insane, folks. This is insane. Direct trail of money from CCP. Folks, remember, every company in China is CCP because they are a communist country. And communists own industry. So even though they're creating millionaires and billionaires, they let them run it, but with the blessing and the help and the assistance of the Chinese Communist Party. Wow, this is, I mean, this is just so, so uh, deep. So let's go back to the Senate investigation around the time of the midterm elections that were going on in the Senate that they said, was a political thing in the middle of an election year. That Senate investigation noted that in February, March of 2017, the Shanghai-based company called State Energy HK, they're the ones that, in that Senate report, found that $3 million to Robinson Walker. And they said back then that it was unclear what the true purpose is behind these transactions and who the ultimate beneficiary is. Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson were onto this months ago, but now that we have a GOP-controlled house, they were able to go the distance and subpoena the records to close the loop. State Energy HA Kimlet, H, State Energy HK Limited, according to the Senate report from late last year, was affiliated with CEFC under the leadership of Yi Jiangming who has ties to the communist Chinese Communist Party and the Chinese military, and whose deputy, Guangwen Dong, another business associate of Hunter Biden's, also received funds from the same energy company. These transactions, according to the Senate report, November of last year, are a direct, a direct link between Walker and the communist Chinese government And because of his close association with Hunter Biden, yet another tie between Hunter Biden's financial arrangements and the communist Chinese government. That's what Grassley and Johnson concluded uh, last year. And now James Comer brought the receipts linking the Senate report from last year and bringing us this bombshell. But folks, one of these uh, beneficiaries was Hallie Biden, the widow of Bo Biden. She got Chinese cash as well. Let's dig into this. Uh, Hat tip to the New York Post. House Oversight Committee James Comer revealed that subpoena bank records indicate Biden's daughter-in-law, Hallie, was previously unknown family recipient of Chinese cash in 2017. Why the hell would she receive cash? What was she doing? You know... I was under, not under the impression, but I was hoping 
that maybe probably isn't true, and I don't want to be guilty by association, that except for the fact that I'm sure he was the recipient of graft and um, nepotism, that Bo Biden may have been a little bit cleaner than the rest of his family. President Biden, who allegedly was the big guy, mentioned in communication about the same Chinese venture, dined at Heli Biden's residence last Friday during his regular weekend trip to Delaware. It's unclear if they discussed the looming bombshell, which uh, Comer has released. The records show that Halle Biden received $35,000 in 2017 from Biden family associate John Rob Walker after he received the $3 million. Wow. Let's not forget that Halle hooked up with her dead husband's brother, Hunter Biden. And then, uh, if you remember, Hunter Biden was begging Hallie to get HIV tested while they were having an affair because Hunter Biden was married at the time. What a freaking uh, uh, White House trash. That's what I'm going to call the Biden family, White House trash. Not to be confused with the pejorative that elitists call my brother's hardworking brothers and sisters and and maybe more humbling circumstances. I cannot stand elitism. When I hear a white elitist talk about country bumpkins, fly over country, white trash, um, I know that person's racist in their heart. I despise elitism in any way, shape, or form. I can't stand it when these white elitists and black elitists look down on my hardworking brothers and sisters that are white and, yes, love Jesus, love their country music, love their guns, and love America and flying the flag. I reject elitism and racism in any form. There's no such thing as reverse racism. But, you know, (laughs) you can't really take it from me. I didn't vote for Biden, so, you know, I'm not really black, according to Joseph Biden. And let me uh, let me put a bow on this, folks. To take a line from um, my brother and fellow YouTuber and black conservative, um, ABL, Anthony Brian Logan. I, I don't get to watch his show much, but I do support him and his work. And I love when he says, I'm going to put a little bow or something like that. And his introductions. But let me put a bow on it here. Biden's bailout of Silicon Valley Bank has helped save the investment flow into China's tech, especially their sensitive aerospace and defense companies. SVB was giving capital to venture, tech ventures in China. We've bailed out SVB that was giving tech venture money to China that was being used to advance their aerospace and defense industries. You can't make this up. South China Morning Post noted this bridge. Quote, the collapse of South China Morning Post propaganda for the Chinese government. The collapse of Silicon Valley Bank has created a sense of panic within China's tech startup and venture capital sector 
as the lender served as a bridge between U.S. capital and Chinese tech entrepreneurs. China is the second largest venture capital market, and SVB was right in the middle of it, according to TechCrunch, and Biden and his people have come in to save the day and save China's bacon. Tell me that China isn't doesn't own the former vice president without telling me. No, tell me that China does own the former vice president without telling me. You can just share this episode with people if they ask you that. Please like, share, and subscribe. And press the follow button, the like button, whatever you can do, depending on the format and the platform you're watching or listening to this on. Please don't forget to check out our other show, BCP Unfiltered, over at bcpextras.com and therealbcp.com. I'll be back much later today uh, with a lot more reporting. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless.